to you and you and you. Hello to you. It's Mel and Monty. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Sounded a bit 80s hair metal. Oh, no, I was going, hello, I love you, won't you tell me your name? The Doors. Oh, my God, I was about to say The Beatles. I've lost Mm. it today. Did you know Paul McCartney was here not long ago? Yes, Sam went to Paul McCartney the other week, (gasps) had the best night of his life. I was just about to say that's a big regret. I wish I'd known Mm. because I reckon I would have tried to get tickets. Yeah, because he's 81 and he was on stage for three hours just belting out tunes. Like I couldn't even run around the block at the moment and there's an 81-year-old up there. Sam was like it was incredible and he sung every song you wanted him to sing and he said the only parts that showed his age is when he was talking to the crowd in between He's like, you know, sometimes you get nervous. Waffly old man. Yeah, he just was like, he would tell a story and forget a little bit where he was going. But like the actual music oh. and his, him playing, you know, instruments and stuff was phenomenal. Oh, mm. well, that's good. Yeah. You know what song is a guaranteed perk up? What? If you're feeling a bit flat. Absolutely. Isn't it? Yes. Oh, bloody, oh, bloody, life goes on. on. Yeah, and it does, doesn't it, guys? It does. It goes on and it fucking goes on. (laughs) And on. And on. (laughs) So we've moved into our new house, Mel. I haven't really spoken to you since we've moved in. We've had the odd text message. Um, no. But so it's been a week since we've been in our new house. So we, we're still in Byron, but we've moved to like the more burbs of Suffolk Park, which is more family. There's a pump track and a park and we're like, we need to be around people a bit more. What's a pump track? A pump track is like a BMX track oh. that like the kids go around. Oh, that's it's nice. made out of like that softy black oh yes material do you know what I mean I don't know what it's called that material anyway so um yeah we've moved into our new place when I say new place it's like hasn't been touched since it was built in the early 90s like it is the daggiest of dag like Kath and Kim's home oh couldn't be worse than mine oh it could be it could be worse Mm. than yours why do you say that oh because I'm early 90s Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah, so it's got a theme. You know, yeah, yes. okay. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay, so maybe a themed 90s is worse than yes. just a, a brick, which honestly, how long have we been working together and I've still never been to your house, your old house or this house? I know. It's the weirdest thing. Let's get through it's this so whole lifetime with me never going to your house. Let's do it. <gasps> and it makes us it sound like we're not really friends because I haven't been to your house. I mean... Does it? It does, yes. It's odd. Because let's put it this way. I've been to your house many times, but that was never a, hey, come over for a coffee. It was always work. Yes, we used to work from my house, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But because we used to do it weekly, um, there was no need for us to go to your house or anything. And then That's I've right. Moved. Mm. And I also think when you're keeping in touch, like we talk enough. Yes. You know, if if I was to say, oh, come over, what are we going to do? Like, we're probably like, oh, we already talked about that. If you were to say to me, if I'm in Melbourne and you were like, come come over and visit, it would stress me out because now my trips to Melbourne are like 
got to see family, da, da, da. If you were like, you haven't seen my house, I'd be like, yeah, of course I'll come. But inside I'd be like, fuck. Yeah. Got to get over there. I know. You know what? Now, every time you say I'm in Melbourne, I'm going to say, hey, why don't you come over? Pop over for a cup of tea. But your house from where I lived also wasn't a pop over either. It was a destination, no. you know, so yeah. that's why. Anyway, yeah. so this new house, right. You know, when you move into a new place, you're so, you're so used to the house that you've been living in and you've got everything set up how you want that mm-hmm. when you move into a new one, you're always surprised that people lived that way. Oh, no. Was it dirty? No, it wasn't dirty. I don't mean the state of the house. I mean more like there's no hooks for towels. Like they've got one tiny towel rack. And I'm like, do you only have one towel out at a time? Oh. Do you multiple towels at a time? Yeah, of course. Yeah, same. Yeah, I bring out like I have three in my bathroom at one time. So I'm like no hooks for towels. So went out to Bunnings, got some hooks. And then also in Byron, it's so weird. Everyone's like, you don't need aircon or heating. You just have the windows open, the breeze comes through. It is no. so hot that I've been sweating up and like that I wake up and it's like I've run a marathon. I'm like, how have these people had no fans in their rooms? Like, oh, you know, yuck. when you're just shocked, Sam and I looking at each other like, how have they lived like this? How have they just sucked it up and lived like this? Listen, I think this is a trap you can fall into, especially when you do what we have done, which is Mm. buy an older home and move into it, that you go in with these ideas, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. But after a while, life Mm. happens and, oh, school fees, this, that, and you just start to not even realise you're ignoring things. Yes. The crack in the wall that needs to be fixed or that ugly thing, they just become part of the fixtures of the house. Which is a good thing too because then you get comfortable with it. But I've always been really house proud and what I'm finding is when people come over and they're like, oh, it's oh great. I'm like, well, it's not. You know, we can see that it's a shit heap that needs a lot of work doing to it. But instead of just going, yeah, it's great because I am actually enjoying it in there, I'll go, yeah, it's good. We're going to fix it up though. I want to do this and this and this. Like I, I just can't. Go, yeah, thanks, and just be fine with that, even if they I do know. think it's a shit heap. Who cares? What would matter if they're like, that's an ugly house? Instead, I can't go. It's like when somebody compliments you on your outfit and you're like, thanks. Oh, yeah, this is from da-da-da. You deflect the compliment. Yes. I think it just feels awkward. Compliments are so awkward. I, yes. I want to hear. I was talking to Stacey about this the other day. I said, I'm, I know myself. I'm like a dog right? Mm. Like if you tell me, oh, you've been a good girl, yes, that's what I charge off, right? Yeah. But also it's excruciating when someone mm. is like, oh, you look nice or your hair looks nice or oh, that was really well written or whatever. And I just, you don't know how to take it because there's part yes. of you that feels like if you just say thank you, yeah. oh yeah, I know it's it. it's a bit arrogant. <laughs> that's what we need to do though is go, oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I know. And same with my house. I just need to go, yeah, this is great. This is great. And not even say for now or whatever. Just be like, yeah, we're loving it here because we are. Like also no storage in the house. Okay. Where do these people put their fucking linen and stuff? Do they have one set of bed sheets? It's incredible to me how little you can live off though. Yeah. When we we moved into a rental once when we were building just another house and – Like I literally had two boxes of cooking stuff that I unpacked and in our other house it was like every cupboard was chockers. I said to Mark, we actually don't need more than what's in these couple of boxes really. Yeah, totally. You know? We have tossed Mm -hmm. out that much stuff. 
It's mm. amazing how much you accumulate though. We were only in the other house for three years and the amount of stuff I chucked out before we moved and then just because it oh. doesn't fit, I'm like, no, nah, it's going. Less, the brutalness, like sent, even slightly sentimental things like, no, nah, out with it, out with it. What a fucking embarrassingly privileged conversation oh, to be having. It? Oh, we had so many things. <laughs> we just threw them out. So the neighbours, right, I haven't met mm. them yet. Um, I forget their names. Sam's met them. But they've got a beehive like <gasps> out the front of their house on the side, mm. like next to our house. And I saw like a guy attends to it, not the neighbours, some other guy attends to it. And mm. I saw him the other day out there with like six million bees around him. And I'm like, that's a that is seriously a problem waiting to happen. Like they are going to come over and they're going to sting all of us. Sam, my partner, when he was younger, his dad had a beehive and the neighbours hated them because the bees would always <laughs> fly over there and sting the other kids, the neighbours' kids. Number one, that is the most Byron Bay thing you've ever said. Like my neighbour has a beehive so they can have fresh honey from the yard. It's or very whatever. David Beckham. Have you seen the Beckham doco? haven't. Well, you got to watch that because he's got, he's right into bees and he's got full beehive. He's got a full get up that's like this space outfit he wears when he goes and attends to his bees and Victoria calls it David sticky stuff. Oh, ooh. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Well, that's, um, yeah, as long as no one's allergic. I still don't want to be stung by a bee if I'm allergic or not. I'm not, but I don't want to be stung by a bee. I've never been stung (gasps) by a bee. Neither. It's quite incredible. Like I've never had a feeling. Oh, I had them. I've had feelings when I was younger, but they're all gone now. It's quite incredible. Incredible to get into your early forties on have never been stung by a bee. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're magical. How is that? Like the one bit of good luck. I know. <laughs> Something going right for you right now. Well, I've never been stung by a bee. <laughs> that is grim. <laughs> so true. So, Mel, you've got some judgmental opinions. Oh. So we're going to kick this off from Gordon Ramsay, right, the chef that used to be the angry bugger, and he's 57 and he's had his sixth kid. A guy being 57 and having his sixth kid doesn't even make me, like, flutter. Like, I'm like, no. oh, whatever, of course. And especially celebrities. Didn't, like, Al Pacino just have his a baby in his, like, in his late 70s or something? Yes. Al Pacino, this is going to be reeled with judgmental things. Yeah, totally. About to and say. who cares? I can't imagine how much of a present father Al Pacino would be. But what do you know about Al Pacino? I just like saying Al Pacino. No, I don't know much. I, I, know, I know the vibe he gives off mm. and I feel like he's not really changing nappies and stuff. Maybe he does. Yeah. Anyway, this is my judgmental opinion mm. and I just want to clarify before I say it, I'm not talking about – people who have been trying for a really long time without success to have a baby. I just want to say that, get that out of the way first. I'm not saying, oh, well, just get over it if you can't have a kid. Like, that's not at all what I'm saying. Yes. But I do feel like, I think his wife is just around 50. All oh, right. So she's older too. Jeez, I'm, I had my kid at nearly 40 and it fucking, it's hard yakka <sighs> when you're this old having a kid. So being 50 is hectic. I just think at what point do you get that you think, oh, this might be a little bit selfish? Mm. I want another kid, but we're all going to lose our parents. We could lose them very young or very old. We don't know. But I just Mm. feel like, oh, well, the likelihood of you dying when your kids are in their, you know, late 20s or whatever is pretty high when you're Mm. that age. And I'm like, 
Yes, you can stay active and stuff, but aging is aging and you slow down. And when that kid is 10 and saying, dad, can we go kick the footy? Mm. And dad can't because he's having a hip replacement that weekend. It's, I think it's, I don't know. know. It's hard. I don't know. But then you go, if you've like, if you do really want it and you're um, like, let's have another kid and that kid gets 20 cracking years with the awesome parents, then why not? I don't know. I know what you mean because you're like, no, why wouldn't you have them so they, they have the possibility of having you for as long as they want, as they can. But then also, I don't know, some people meet later in life and want to have a kid. You know, there's so many different circumstances that it's hard to. Yes. But I think it's that in, in this particular case, they had five Already. Have they had five well, actually, together? they've had they've, yeah, they've actually had six. One passed away, I think. Oh. Uh, I think it was a stillbirth. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. It was I was thinking about it, and I'm sure everyone's going to think I'm being horrible, but I think it's a different situation than someone who's been trying and then is mm. finally able to have that baby versus someone who already has five kids. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, and no, I, I hear what you're saying. I just, I, I agree to an extent and then I'm like oh god whatever like we could literally die tomorrow so even though you that's given the likelihood of passing away earlier or your body not being you know able then mm. the thing is that we don't know what's around the corner anyway so hold on so has Gordon Ramsay and his wife been together the whole time they've had all the same kids together yeah that's miraculous for some reason I find that incredible the older ones are in their 20s mm. Yeah, Tilly. Tilly wasn't Tilly coming out. What did she do? Did she do Celebrity Master Chef or did she do? I think she did Celebrity Master Chef. Was Gordon Ramsay's daughter? All right. While we're on it, what other judgmental well, things have you got? It's just two other things. Mm. One is <sighs> people who don't put their trolleys back oh, after they've gone shopping. Are you serious? I can't tell you how much it pisses me off. Like uh, it makes me. So mad, like irrationally mad, because they take up a car park that you could be parking at because they've Mm. just left their trolley there because they're too fucking lazy to walk five steps. There's trolley bays everywhere. Okay. I am not a trolley backer. I'm not a trolley backer. I will not put it in a car park though. I won't take up a whole car park with my trolley, but I would like position it in a way that would allow the cars to still park. But it's like if if the bay's too far away, I'm not walking that thing back all the time. No how way. Far, how far could it possibly be? Well, here's the thing, right? So my where I shop, the um, trolleys, they don't let you go that far. Like when you go on a certain- Oh, the wheels? Yeah, the lock. wheels go- I figured it out. If I turn it backwards, I can pull it backwards. So I'll park- like down the street, pull the trolley backwards, unload my car and just leave it on the lawn. This is okay. I'm shocked you're so irate about it. I get the fact that you don't like a trolley taking up a car park. I completely get that's irritating. But you could just get out and move it if worst case scenario. It just feels like a total disregard for other people, for stuff. And then you see people like shove it up onto a, you know, there's like the mound, whatever, and yeah. you just like part, like someone's parked shit. They do that with their trolley. And I look at it and I'm like, but what, are you that busy? Yeah, you see, couldn't that, take. But I, would ma- I would mound my trolley any day overtaking it back. 
there is just no, that is a no thought for anybody else. That's what it is. Oh, God, that annoys me. And look, the last one, again, there are caveats to it. Oh, caveats. I love a caveat. So if you are financially struggling, as we all have, I don't mean this in a bad way, but let's just say you're all in a good space. You're in a good enough space to go out for a meal. Right. I judge people Mm. who don't just agree to split the bill at the end of the night. Yes. I judge when you're sitting there going, um, so no, but I only had one um, oh, disgusting. of these and I only had one. Just fucking say, let's split it between the eight of us. Who does that? Have you been out recently with somebody who's done that? I have not been out recently, but, <laughs> but I have in the past. And I'm like, you don't like itemise it. You know That's what? what you do when you're 18. Like, I know, I know. I'm just like, if you're going to go out, just know. Maybe tonight I'm drinking. Maybe I'm not. It'll yes. all work out in the wash. Yes. Whatever. But that bugs me. It totally bugs me too. Here's the thing though. I'm not a drinker and when mm. you go out and people are getting cocktails at $20 a pop and they just keep yes. getting them and getting them, sometimes it does irritate me where I'm like, that is an extra 100 and on my bill and I didn't even have a sip of it. So when I went away with a group of my friends the mm. other, like it was a year ago or so, and we'd go and I wasn't drinking, the first night I paid and then the second one they were like, oh, Monty didn't have anything to drink so they deducted and because I'm like, I can't do this every night. I can't spend extra money every night that I'm not even drinking. I feel like as a one-off, I would absolutely be like, yep, yeah, just split it, don't worry. And more, I, I am always like, don't worry about it. No, no, it's fine. Mm. But if it's multiple things, that's too much. I wouldn't pick out that I didn't have dim sims, but if you're spending an extra hundreds of dollars on cocktails and I have had a lemonade, that's irritating. I agree with that, but that's where the per- it's up to the people to be mindful. Like if that's my situation, if I go out and I'm all, oh. what, what? No, 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 nothing. I'm just agreeing. Oh, my God, I thought you were about to say we weren't recording. No, <laughs> we are recording. God, the panic, the anxiety. Oh, no, gosh. I was like, oh, my God, I would never say I'm not paying. I would hope somebody would go, I know, you, you never would. Yeah. But it's just that like if that's me and I'm on a roll, I'm loving this $30 cocktail, I'm going to have seven. Yes. I would go to the bar and get it. I'd yeah. say I'm going to get a drink. Does anyone So it doesn't come onto the bill. Like yeah, there's just a level of awareness having, there. Everyone's drinking except for you. Not everyone's going to get up just to save me. Do you know what I mean? No, I know. If but then I mean is your partner out. drinking? You know yeah, what I mean? Like he's drinking. Yeah, see, then it's tricky. It's just a one-off, not you just got to let it go. You got to suck it up and you do, you're right, you got to know. But if it's multiples, you're away and that happens, I don't think you should have to pay for the cocktails every night. On a side note, why are cocktails so expensive? I have a real bugbear with cocktails oh. too. I have an I have an anger issue with everything lately. Yeah, you do, yeah. Cocktails are like you can't tell what you're drinking you know what, just go and get a sub-zero and put a bit of sub-zero, put a bit of raspberry in it because that's what they all taste. 
tastes like. No, a margarita is one of the most spectacular drinks you can but have. But how many ingredients? Very little. So all I want, the Tommies, I want the tequila and I want the lime, whatever, and I want salt and they never put salt around Same. the Tommies. So I'm always like a Tommies with salt and they don't put Tommies in a margarita glass and I really like drinking out of a margarita glass. I've never even heard of a Tommy before. They're called Tommies. They're often on um, – It'll be like a cocktail because there's two traditionally um, margarita has something Contro. else in it, Contro as well, where yeah. a Tommy's doesn't and I don't like having <gasps> Contro. So I'm like a Tommy's, but they just don't do it with the salt for some ridiculous reason. With that, if it's only one or two ingredients, I'm talking about like something that's got seven different things in it, but you're also paying there for good quality alcohol. Yes. You'll still be paying a lot because – if you're going to have something that is just one or two things, oh, well, then that tequila has got to be good tequila. Got like to you don't tequila. want it to be burning your gullet on the way down. Oh, no, totally. How's like a blue, those those, gla- those cocktail glasses that are like jelly bean kind of shaped and they're oh. blue with a red cherry on the top. Do you know when we when we got married, we did, I don't even know if they do it anymore, but remember um, registries? gift mm-hmm. registries and yeah they like totally any- would still do that yeah oh and it was so like it was such a disgrace because at that time especially with wogs it's like don't tell me what to buy you oh, like really? it's such a weird thing yeah right but mate i have got boxes and boxes oh, more things so many things i've got but i've got boxes in my garage still of unopened cocktail glasses that we put on our registry because, yeah, because of all the cocktail parties we'll be having. Yes. Yeah, no. I I reckon I've got about 30 martini glasses. (gasps) Never been out of the box. And if I've never been to your house, that means most people have never been to your house that are your friends, so they're never getting sipped out of. No. Wow. Martini. Who drinks a martini too? Actually, my friend drinks a martini. They are so hectic, a martini. It's little sips and then you just get used to it. Oh, I can't do it. It's just like drinking, it's like drinking um, just full methylated spirits. It's disgusting. That's for when you're in a real bad place. <laughs> yeah, totally. All right, everyone, we are out of here. Thank you so much for listening. If you're new to the potty, thank you for joining us and to our loyal, usual listeners. Good God, we love you. To our patrons, thank you. If you want to grab a membership, head over to patreon.com forward slash show and towel. Um, is it online? I always say that all the time, forward slash show and towel. Yeah, it's online. online. It's online, um, yeah. And, yeah, they start from about $5 a month just to help with the running of the podcast. But if you can't, that's so fine. You get an extra potty every couple of weeks over there. But we'll be back soon, everyone. Ciao for now. Love yous. Bye.